Ben, Ben, Lee, Ben. Ben, 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 Jordan. That's how we're going to do it. Welcome to Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people on and we talk about who and what they are. Today's episode is Lars Anderson and Keaton Hagen. We're going to be talking about the new play that's coming up in Melbank. It's going to be November 2nd and 3rd, and it's going to be an interactive one where you can go into, they come into the audience and you get to vote for the homecoming king and, or prom king and queen. And Jordan, ask him some questions. Well, how you guys doing today? Not bad at all. I'm doing pretty good. Yep, Keaton. Not bad at all. That's, that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. So, I hear this play is interactive. What makes this play different than, say, other plays? So, uh, do you want... This is your question. Okay, I want to make sure. Okay, so, essentially, like, as opposed to normal Milbank theater, it's maybe three whole pages of scripted words. The rest of it is just stuff that we make up. Where I am at any point, or where I am where Keaton is at any point in the show is completely of our own whim. I could be in the center. I could be... I could, I could be behind stage and no one would care. It's... Most of it is just stuff that we make up and the lines too. There's, a, like I said, maybe. So Nothing. most of it's just like <laughs> yeah. improv you're saying. Essentially. Like I go and hit on girls for most of the play. I'm oh, not, so but, so but ad- acting wise, correct. Not, re- yes, acting. Yes, I'm acting wise. method acting. I'm yes. acting. Yeah. No, don't wanky method. face, wanky face. <laughs> oh, death. And Keaton, what makes it different for you? I mean, I know that's interactive, but like. Well, yeah, you know, it's. Something where, like, we'll actually be able to go and talk to the people during the show and just interact with them and, you know, tell them what all, or just talk to them in general, where in most shows, you, they all just sit out there watching. Yeah, so there's no fourth wall, apparently, in this one. And if it, there is a fourth wall, it's, like, the whole theater's still inside of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what what's this play called again? The Awesome 80s Prom. So it should be awesome, then, is what you're saying. And it should take place in the 90s, believe it or not? I will eat you. Okay, so it takes place in the 80s, then. The awesome 80s prom is going to take place in the 80s. Correct. Are you sure about that? I have been told. I'll have to check again. Maybe just check the description on the back of of the page. Yeah. Uh, All right, so the 80s are an insane time, and it was a great time for America, evidently. Ronald Reagan. Uh, Yeah, that. Uh, and, And the style back then was amazing so so let's talk about style for you guys what do your characters look like in the show well who are your characters really yeah that's another good question <laughs> all right so my character is nick bender and he's kind of like the school bad kid you know bad boy type of thing so he's just wearing his ripped up jeans with his flannel and a leather jacket you know and then occasional he'll smoke a cigarette or two or two or, or more or, or a pack a light pack. quite a bit more and Lars? Uh, I am Joshua Angus Beefarowski. Beef for short is my nickname. Oh, I'm the yeah. football That's also team. his nickname in real life. Correct. <laughs> I am the uh, the football team's center. Se- or I'm second to Blake Williams, the quarterback. And I, again, like real life, am not the brightest. I spend, <laughs> I have five girlfriends, four of which are named Heather, one named Veronica. I spend the entirety of which trying to gain a sixth member to my entourage, and it's it's good times. So, and the sixth member to your entourage, would that be a person in the crowd or a person acting? Well, if she's good enough looking in the crowd, then I would say, I would say yes. Okay, you better pick my mom or else that's me. Michelle. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
So, what are you guys like? What's your costumes gonna be, or should I call them even costumes? Uh, well, mine like so it's a like well like Ben like Ben said earlier it's a prom, but again Beef doesn't really know that or so, get that at all. Yeah, so I'm well Beef is wearing his football jersey, not coincidentally number sixty nine. That's my number in real life. Uh, oh yeah, a blazer, jeans, and Converse's. I'm not dressed up in the slightest. I look like I just walked in from outside. How about you, Keaton? Yeah, well, I'm, you know, like I said, flannel, plain Thank t-shirt, you. and leather jacket. So, are you gonna have, Ke- oh, okay? Are you gonna have like, a, like a rough guy kind of accent, like, yeah, I just uh, got kicked out of my house, my mom, so I'm gonna beat you up. <clears throat> Is that Ben Hart? He sniffs after. We're not talking about that. He sniffs after every three words or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not really. Actually, collectively, I say about maybe thirty words. It's impressive. Only two of those are scripted. Indeed. Dang. Wow. Yeah. That's even better. Solid. Indeed. So, um, would you guys like to tell us how you got actually started in the drama department? I mean, Keaton, you've been in, you're a senior, so you've been there for mm-hmm. about four years. Lars, sophomore, about two years. Uh, so, whichever one of you would like to start. Well, um, my dad always drove bus for Millbank, so Holly had me scouted out by the time I was at the ripe old age of five. I was larger than most seniors at that time. He was larger than me, that's for sure. Correct. And when I got to, like, I always used to go to the SDSU training camp with the high schoolers. I was a high schooler for a day. That was really cool. I remember a good story from that. And then, like, Sean Stemsrud, Alex Popowski, and Keaton all knew me from when I was riding bus eight. And I got to freshman year, and I really didn't feel like I had a choice. I mean, I wanted to, but there wasn't really much of a choice involved. That's a good point. Well... Uh, I guess I'd say it all started back uh, May of 8th grade year when I started working over at the Mill Theater and just pretty much I became friends with everyone there and everyone who worked there was in the plays and they were like, hey, you should do this. And so I said, all right, but I'm not being on stage. So I just started out (laughs) as crew and tech and all that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try being on stage. And ever since then, I've always done it. What was the first show that you did on stage, Keaton? Um, It was... Was it on West stage. Side? Uh, no, it was Antigone, the one act. Oh, yep, that's right. Oh, that's right. yeah, the one act, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why did you start? Why did you decide to start working at the Mill Theater? Is an art question. Um, I was just looking for a job, and I was like, you know what? I don't. I want something that's gonna probably be fun, and so, but like still a job. So I was like, you know what? I'll check out there, and then it just kind of happened. Dang, that's some good stuff right there. Indeed. So, so what made you want to go on the stage instead of back the, on behind the scenes? Uh, Well, I just kind of, well, back when I was younger, you know, I always had the dream because I'd do the Missoula's and then I'd be like, oh, I want to be an actor when I grow up. But that kind of went away, but. And then it came back. I mean, in a, in a sense, <laughs> but I don't know. I just thought, you know what, maybe I'll give it a try. And I liked it. And so I decided to keep with it. That was good. That was good. That's a pretty cool story there. So, Keaton, what was your favorite musical slash play slash one act? Whatever I mean, if you had to choose, well, actually, what start? Which one is which? What's your favorite plays, musicals, or one acts? Um, well, it all really depends because the plays they can be really fun. The one acts, if we go to state, are a lot of fun. But that's again, if we go to state, if we go to state, yeah, yeah. and then musicals. Generally, by the time we're done with them, people have made so many references to it, like a week later, 
and I am really fed up with it. And so I kind of put the whole thought out of my head. And anytime someone mentions it, I get a little bit mad. So. Well, you really ought to give Iowa a try, Keaton. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's a music reference, actually. Yes. Oh, you hit the, the bowl, too. We'll move that. That's because it's a musical from The Music Man. Yeah, we haven't rang that bell in how many episodes, JR? That's a little dusty at this point. That's because dusty it is my up. bell now. Well, now it is Jordan's because I did not keep up with it. <laughs> yes, he did not. So now, so you you don't have really a preference of which one's your favorite one? No, not really. It all depends on the show itself. And what about so, you, Lars? I would say, well, again, I've been in place for all of two years. Yeah. Well, not even a year and a day. Well, you can figure this out. So... I, uh, Keaton, do you remember what the show Leaving Iowa was? Yes, I do. Was that, no, like, was that a fall play? That was a fall play. Yeah. I would then definitely say hands down fall plays. I love this one. I loved, uh, The Man Who Came to Dinner. That wasn't, that one wasn't as popular, but I really did like that I one. I like that one. Too. And then I, Leaving Iowa made me cry. I watched that when I was but a lad. But a lad. But a lad. A bigger than senior lad. Correct. I was a grower. So what was both of your guys' favorite play slash musical slash one X? Lars, I'll let you take this one because I have no idea. Well, like the all around, although I was not in it leaving Iowa, always has a place in my heart just seeing that because Keaton and all of the people there put on such a great show. But the one that I've been in that I would say is my favorite so far, not counting this one because we haven't actually performed it yet, mm-hmm. I would say my favorite play has been... Uh, what do you call it? The man who came to dinner. I love Ketwig as a cripple. That was, well, a fake cripple for <laughs> a most A fake of it. cripple, yeah. I love being a radio announcer. Boys and girls, boys and girls. But it was good times. I really enjoyed it. Love the set. How about you, Keith? Honestly, I wouldn't really say I have a favorite, you know, and just. You don't have a favorite? No, nothing sticks out to me. Nothing sticks out to you? No favorite. Oh, well. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't okay, do you have a top two? I want an excuse to hit that buzzer. Top three. Top three? I honestly don't know. So do you just you know think of like every show as being equal as its own part? 20. I mean, a little bit, but I guess if I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably say West Side. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair or at enough. least moments from that one, sharks. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. I good love times. football. You were in that one, JR. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Do you remember any of the choreography from that still? Did you remember it when he was on stage? Maybe. Only thing I remember from that one, and the main reason why it's my favorite, is because of the second night we did it, and I was told I need to buy more time. So I just oh, took yeah. two of the cigarettes and put them like between my teeth and lips and went, I'm a walrus. <laughs> I remember and that. Everyone in the crowd <laughs> burst out dying. laughing. Oh, it, was good. it felt so good. <laughs> To just make all those people laugh. And I was like, ah. <laughs> And that's when you realize you could be a comedian. That was a noise. That was a noise. Now, we have Jacob Ebsen outside the window dancing right now. And I think that's a perfect time to plug his magnificent uh, Simply Coffee stand in. Uh, no, we're good. <laughs> He's asking if I wanted another round of my hot chocolate. But it is Simply Coffee put on by Lexi and Jacob Ebsen in VPD Studio on Melbank in Melbank on Main Street. And with that, I think it's time for the segment.
It's time for Ben and Jay's Q&As. Alrighty, so how this is going to work is we have a series of questions and it's going to be rapid fire. And you need to get an answer off as quickly as possible. And after that, we're going to go right into the next question. Keaton, are you ready? I guess. Lars, are you ready? As I'll ever be. And shoot. Okay, Lars. If there is a West Side story, is there an East Side story? Yes, it's in New York. Do you like Mars bars, Lars? That rhymes, yes. Can Ben wrestle? Well, I can hold him down with one arm. That's a hard no. <laughs> is peanut butter a butter? I put it on everything, including bread. I would I would include it. How do you spell thick? T-H-I, and that's a big old double C. <laughs> Describe your cast in one word. The cast of this play? Yep. Oh, God. I don't want to. <laughs> is it GIF or JIF? It is GIF, and I will fight you on that. Yes. That's all I got for you. All right. You have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Keaton, are you ready? Sure. Number one, do you like your hair? At the moment, no. <laughs> wow. I did not expect that. Number two, how many eyes do you have? Two. Good question. Number three, can you move it? Move it. I think so. Did you blow balloons? Blow balloons is in... Did you blow balloons? Uh, no. <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled what? Peppers. <clears throat> How is the new Spider-Man game? It's amazing. And who was the 69th president of the United States? Uh, there hasn't been one yet. Good answer. And that's all we have for this segment. It'll be Lars Anderson. Maybe. I don't know if 69th will be a time when we're still alive, though. I don't think about it. Are like we the 44th? We're at 45th. 45th? 45th? No. Okay. Well, you know what that is, Ben. So 15 it's a problem for future nine. Lars. It's a problem for future a lot of people, I maybe, that want to be a president. Jordan, don't try to do the math. 24 times 4. Nope. Yeah, no, it'll be about 100 be, years. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, any of us are be 69. You're not going to be a 69th president. I'm sorry, Lars. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, maybe Unless with there's a lot of presidents that end up, you know, getting... Uh, pretty old. Or impeached. Impeached. Well, still... There's been president. like three, two or three. If you go one year of president, you can make it. Three. But being impeached doesn't necessarily make you... Doesn't oust you from office. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? No, it no, doesn't. It doesn't. It if you get impeached. It, no, it, impeached means that you have been accused of a crime and that crime will be taken to court. Yeah, but then you get impeached. Yeah, but no. if, you're, if you're found not guilty, then why would they get you out of office, Jordan? Impeachment is the process by which a legislative body formally levels charges against a high official of government impeachment does not necessarily mean removal from office it is only a formal statement of charges akin to an indictment in criminal law and is thus only the first step towards removal you're so pretty jordan you are pretty jordan i'm not sure whether to take that an offense or take that as a compliment it's a compliment it's 2018 exactly it's time for 69th president can i get an amen no it's time for no we gotta keep uh religion off of this uh it isn't religion. It's politics. No, amen. Oh, and amen. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, we You're got amen. Yeah, and yeah. so is Can I get Keaton. Amen. Keaton is amen. I am. Jordan amen. is amen. We are all amen. Well, amen. It's, a, it's actually illegal. Well, that's a bit of an now, assumption. So I guess Keaton. you can't get amen now. You're right. You can. Maybe we can put an amen on that president law. <laughs> Amendment. 
Uh, I'll be outside. Uh, 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 that is terrible. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I used a joke well for a bad joke. I thought that so, was a music bell. Uh, okay. Here, this will be better. That didn't play. Oh, yeah, it's on seven. Come on, man. Get better at your job. Sorry. I, I always hit it with the wrong finger. So, anyway, uh, back to play. Um, I know as being part of a cast member that sometimes there can be some struggling moments of a player music because i mean i've been in musicals and i know there's been those struggling parts how do you guys find a way to overcome these struggling parts i mean especially when you know people are yelling and shouting and stuff well for this play itself i don't care about anyone else really like even my character like i don't care about anyone else so i just go on doing my own thing and i end up being okay and then other ones i just sit quietly and wait for them to get done it works it's By not caring, you mean you don't care what other people are going to think if you mess up or not? Yeah, pretty much. That's a good way to go through life. Yeah. So, so. as far, like, for me at least, it's, I don't really have a, because not, like I've said in the past, not many people are doing much acting. It's, it's cast phenomenally well. I would like to say Will Carl's not at all like his character, and he is doing phenomenally at it. He's the only one acting, and I'm very proud of him. So, would you recommend people going both nights because they're, Alternately, could be a different ending both nights. Right? Oh, yes, absolutely. You should try and go to both nights because anything, everything could be absolutely different between both nights. So when exactly does the improving really start? It starts as soon as you get there. Once doors open, all of the characters are going to be out in the lobby or coming in at the same time as you. At 7 p.m. And then you can talk to them. They'll come up, talk to you. And they'll campaign for themselves maybe then. Like, as soon as you walk in those doors... The show starts. Feel free to ask the cast questions. Now, uh, campaigning, uh, like in a normal campaign for presidency or whatever, do you get to hand out stuff? Do you get to tell oh, them yes. what you're about? What do you get to do? Uh, ben, Ben. What? Oh no. Oh, okay, we're good. Oh, oh Ben. We're oh, good. Benny. We're good. We're oh, good. Ben. Ben. We, answer my question. We do get to. Ha- <laughs> you spilled more. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. We did. Well. You, okay. Let's forget about Ben for a moment. We do good get. To, we do get to hand out things like. My character personally isn't running, but like, um, I know Blake, my. This one of your opposite. five girlfriends running? They are not because they are subservient to me and me alone. That seems a little huh? mean. It's part of the script. I can't change okay, it. Okay, that makes sense then. Of course. You get a pass. Exactly. But like, uh, one girl's handing out suckers, candy. Like Keaton said, come to both shows. It'll be a very different experience both nights. Well, not different, but it'll be varied. Yeah. And so much will be going on at one time where you won't be able to see it all in one night. Yeah. That's gonna, a very good point. From different sides of the theater itself, you could see a completely different show. And like, if things are ad-libbed, you might not say the same thing every oh, night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for people going to a show, where would you recommend they would sit to have the best experience? Yeah. Well, uh, it all depends on whether or not they're okay with the interacting. Because if you're okay with that, go ahead and sit on, like, the edges of the aisles and, like, right next to the aisles because that's where most people are going to be interacted with. If you'd rather not, just stay in the middle and just stay there. Fair warning. At a couple points in the show, people do try, like, you know, they walk through the audience and get, like, to the middle. But if you're sitting in the middle of the theater, chances are you won't be talked to all that much. So, like Keaton said, if you want it, sit on the edges. But being in the middle does not necessarily protect you from it. It's just a good bet. So really, just sit on the outer edges. Yes. If, yeah. Yeah. If you can. Okay. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. So, uh, are you thinking of people to grab and interact with before? I can? well, 
I will mention one name. I uh, if we do if we do happen to see Gary Harstead in the audience, I, I understand. He will be talked to. I understand. Firmly. You feel like uh, his for everyone really listening matters? and doesn't understand. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gary Harstead is my father. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So who now? This is a prom. So who exactly is running for king and queen? That's another good question. Um, do you want the character names or uh, what do you want? Character and actor. Yeah, yeah let's do. Yeah, that. just actor because actress actually isn't a right. correct name well, anymore. What? You do a few. I'll do a few. Actress isn't a correct name anymore. Everyone's just actor. That's, We're googling that too. That's dumb. Okay, answer right, the question. All right. So, um, basically, the people are just nominated. They don't have a choice whether or not they want to. Mm-hmm. So for the guys being nominated is Will Carls who plays Blake uh, Williams. Blake Williams, the quarterback on the football team, yep. classic '80s trope. Oh, I see. Nathan Luch who plays Michael J, who is like the class Republican, class president. You know. Like, oh yeah, I was gonna say like if he's like Michael Jackson. I Ronald mean, Reagan, I kind of like to see Luch try to moonwalk. He is a Ronald Reagan <laughs> enthusiast. And then there cool is Louis Fenster Spock, who's kind of like the, the class nerd. nerd. Rubik's Cube, yep. whole thing, whole shebang. Then there's me, Nick Bender, who, who, uh, you know, they're just the bad boy. And then think Bender from The Breakfast Club. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's why his name is Bender. Fender. 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 Yeah, Nick I can hear Fender it. with an F. Yeah. yeah and then Bender. for the last one for Prom King is uh, Otto, Otto von Hindenburg, who is played by Logan Meyer, and he is a East German foreign exchange student. I was going to say. Fun fact about that. We had to ad-lib, or yeah, ad-lib that entire character because the original was, I won't get in specific, it was rather offensive to the Asian culture. Oh, racist? Not, well, Well, not quite racist. His name was Feng Shui. Yeah, <laughs> so we did not go with that. Uh, do you want me to cover the girls? Yeah, you can get the girls. So um, we have Emma DeBoer playing Inga Swanson, a foreign, another foreign exchange student from Sweden. Oh, uh, she's yeah. in the world traveling up with people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so she's one of the girls. We have Whitley Whitaker played by Kat Cromer, and she's, again, another classic 80s trope, uh, head of the cheer committee, queen of my heathers. Um, oh, that kind of Her girl. and Blake break up multiple times throughout the play. It's fun to watch them interact. I sincerely or I'd sincerely recommend watching them. We have Carrie Kowalski, which is Lewis Fenner Spock, but as a girl, not really much difference there. Just nerd girl. We have who else? Are there who? Missy Martin. Missy, Martine. It's Melissa, Martine. Melissa Ann Martine, played by Hope Osborne, and she's another like. Not prom queen, uh, student council. She's Michael J. But a girl. It's aren't they real. dating in the play? They're. It's never stated. Well, kind of. It's intense. Pretty much. It, it's it's like very assumed, much there. But yes. yeah. 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 Okay, it's, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think. Oh, and interesting. <laughs> and Landon Brown plays Dickie Harrington, and he is. Sorry, what? did you say? Okay, we are going over queen candidates, right? Yeah, this is legit. Yeah, Dickie Harrington, and he gets called up, and he, just to give you a rough idea, he is wearing the same coat that Prince would wear, purple, flamboyant. That's pretty good. He goes on the stage, he sings uh, uh, the musical Funny Girl, Don't Tell Me Not to Live, Just Sit and Putter. He has a whole musical number. Well, it's it's interesting. (laughs) It's, oh, wow. It's good times. Now, Jordan, I looked up an article for that actor-actress debate we just had a little while ago, and 
uh, this must be a blog or something. It's on Stage 32, that website. Not readable. And, and Marissa Stahl says, now it is more politically correct to say female actor, male actor. Personally, she prefers the latter, and she feels that by using the same word to describe all actors with that, it puts them all on an equal playing field. And she thinks that the word actress just sounds less professional. Thinks is a strong word for that. Probably. But that's what I have found out about that. And in our non-biased opinion. Moving on. Yes. Keaton, could you tell me some of the other things you're involved in at MHS, aside from theater, of course? Do I have to? Yes. If if you could. (laughs) If you could. Just for me, buddy. Thanks for asking our question, Lars. Thank you. I actually mean it. Anytime. I'm better looking. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I'm in golf, which is now done, and then, you know, choir, band, and theater. How did golf go for you? Went okay. Could have been better, but I don't really care. It's done now. Yep. Done forever and ever and always. Because you're old. Yep. Keaton's a senior. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And what are you involved in, Lars? Well, not counting, not counting the fall play, I am involved in oral interp debate, Used to be in football. That's well. That's done. Yeah, that football's done now. Yeah, I got next it. year and the year after too. Not anymore. Why not? Because uh, concussions. I okay. I pers- I quit for that reason. Okay. Uh, so there's there's uh, HOSA. I'm in. I'm on the region board for student council. I think that's it. Um, as you can tell, I'm not a big sports into sports anymore. I'm I couldn't tell actually. That's Lars is only about how many pounds? Hmm? You're only how much? Like, 335. And it's pure muscle. Indeed. It is. And Ben is 140 pounds of of nothing. Ben, you need to watch your weight. That's getting out of control. I know it is. (laughs) I tell you. I'm actually getting scared for him sometimes. What are you talking about? I mean, being at 120, I mean, you could just, like, see him one day, next day. You can't see him at all because he's He's so... It's just like... It's like turning a piece of paper. It's really like the, if you see it at one angle, you can't see it at all. I'd say the lack of muscle is really I'm just what flat defines Stanley. him. Correct. Yeah. It's flat Stanley. That's a good reference. Jr. Hit the bell. Thank flat you. Stanley. Flat I haven't Stanley. heard about it's Flat a, Stanley that since is like an fourth old grade. Book. Yeah. Flat Stanley was a dank series. I gotta say those were oh those were the books I used to read. That reminds me, Ben Harstead recently acquired a new sport. I did. I did. And I don't know what we're going to do about that. He is now a wrestler. Uh, unless his Hopefully I'm a wrestler. A ra- he is a grappler. He, yeah. He, it's what will happen to him is akin to that of there's so many metaphors for what will happen to you. Let me just hear one. Well, have you have you been to have you been to prison? Okay, we're done talking about metaphors. Prison pockets. Got to have Stop em. talking. <laughs> That's not a good reference. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's just a good, you know, thing to know in life. Sure. Sure. Keaton, um, we're looking at something that happened earlier this year. You have been notorious for playing now let's see, what how are you related to Mr. T again? Um, well, my mother is his mother's or his father's sister. So he is my cousin. He's your legitimate cousin. So first yes. cousin. Oh, that that's is amazing. Beautiful. Yes. So 
Anyway, Keaton Hagen has been notorious for playing his first cousin, Coach, well, yeah, Coach Tossinson. Yeah. So, I mean, most people, I mean, when they leave high school, you're going to be one of the biggest memories. Am I really, though? Yes, you are. I mean, yes, when you, you walk out there with that Diet Coke and you're just like, oh, that's right. I'm not here this year. Speak of the devil, I well, should you know, be able to find the clip. It's all about the walk. It is all about the walk. Ben, can you find a, a video of me the talk. announcing? I don't know if I can or not. Keaton's big role this year uh, in the homecoming. senior homecoming skit. Can we get a round of applause for Keaton's performance? I uh, maybe wait. he has a sound for that. And I'm oh. spent. I have that. <laughs> I have I have this. I'm not sure if that's actually a round of applause, Ben. And I I'm have spent. Good job. That sound really a round of applause either. How about that one? Ben, you're trying your best. We have no sound effects for applause. You got I'm your really that, sorry for That seems like guy. one very yeah. essential thing for any type of internet thing, though. You bring that up with Craig, not with me. All right, I'll go talk to him right now. He's no, not right best. now. We're doing a show. <laughs> Sign. Good, good, good. So what are your plans for after high school, Keaton? Well, I'm planning on going to college right now. I'm looking primarily at Northern State University for management information systems. And, yeah, that's about it. So what kind of job would that be? Uh, It'd be kind of like IT and then, like, managing IT and all that. So where would your dream job be at? Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really looked that far ahead. kind of want to... I don't really know what all there is for sure. Maybe end up working like in a school as an IT guy, maybe just like some big business as an IT person. No, just it all really depends where the wind takes me. Yeah. Would you like to stay in South Dakota in the future or Um, I'd like to stay in South Dakota, you know, I kinda like there's this feeling of when you're in South Dakota like, oh, I'm used to that. It's home, you know. But if I have to go out of state, I would. Sounds like great Great time. We'd miss you in South Dakota, though, Keaton. Yeah, that's why I'd stay. Just for you. Just for me. Fun fact, Keaton and I are birthday buddies. That's right. November 8th, coming up in eight days. Happy birthday. Everyone remember that in eight days. Got it. Okay. November 8th. Also the anniversary of Trump getting elected. God bless America. Take that how you will. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for coming on the show and... Hopefully we'll see and hear a lot more of you guys along this year. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, maybe. 
This is the part where you say thank you for having oh, us on the show. Yeah, th thank, yeah, you, thank you, for, you for having us. Indeed. Uh, uh, anytime. Like it has us. been fun. Good. Indeed. And this is Ben and Jordan's. We're coming out of the Y Millbank Podcast Network here in VPD Studio on Main Street in Millbank, South Dakota. And we'd like to hear you all, like to know that you guys are all listening to this show and we'd like some feedback. Just talk to us or shoot us some messages. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.